Welcome to the EchoCast, episode 77. This is a podcast about The Division, The Division 2, news, updates, community, and my thoughts about the game, all of those things, and sometimes other stuff, because, well, it's my show, and I can do whatever I want with it, so eat it. Anyways, uh, this week, what we have, I can't believe I'm saying it. I can't believe it's happening. We have a state of the game recap. I know it's crazy, but it's here. I'm going to talk about the loot and recalibration changes and my thoughts about what they're going to do or what I think they're going to do. Some predictions about the PVP stream next week. I'm going to give a review um, of what I saw and what I played in the breakpoint beta for Ghost Recon. Uh, a few listener questions, and some personal and content updates. If you would like to support this podcast and my other content, please check out patreon.com slash theechocast. Big thank you to Darren, Gray, Hassan, Joe, Jose, Luis, Mike, Ozzy, and Tim for helping support the show and my content and keeping Bay Diesel off my back. For transparency reasons, the money collected right now is going to go towards a new office chair, uh, a little bit better mic setup, um, and simply to keep justifying my time to the wife, but mostly to those other cool things. You know, you gotta improve that quality. Okay, so let's jump into a state of the game recap. Uh, today we had Hamish and Nikki Cuppins uh, talking about all things loot, RNG, and recalibration. Uh, Hamish did start it off by talking about a few big points, um, kind of in general, uh, talking about how various bugs have been fixed, um, or will be fixed soon, um, how there is a known bugs list that has been updated on the forums, uh, title update six will be a big overhaul and the episode two content update. Um, they are going to make sure not to spoil any of the narrative content, the way the, the, the last PTS did. Um, and they're expecting episode two slash title update six to release in October. Um, my guess is early October. Uh, then they finished, well, they didn't finish, but they also mentioned a PTS uh, for title update six uh, is coming very soon. I'm going to guess this weekend, uh, but they didn't give us anything final. They said to pay attention to uh, the official uh, division Twitter page for the next couple days. <clears throat> After that, Hamish and Nikki got into some big changes uh, that are coming to the game. Um, I'll do my best to summarize them because if I just copy and paste um, from my tweet storm, uh, then it would take me forever. Um, just as a heads up, if you want to keep up with state of the games, um, but you uh, can't watch the uh, the broadcast live, but you do have access to your Twitter. If you follow my Twitter at Bond Diesel, um, I do. Uh, I think probably for at least the last four or five months, I've been able to live tweet um, basically every single day of the game. So you can get a pretty good idea of what's happening just from looking at my tweets. So just a little self promo there. Okay. So here are the, the big or the, the summarization of the updates. Uh, so brand sets will now have um, gear for all six gear slots. So right now, some of the brand sets like don't have gloves or don't have a holster. Um, and because of that, um, some of the, the builds you can make are kind of limited. So uh, that will no longer be a thing, except 
the five one the five eleven uh, gear. Um, they they have a brand deal with them with the real brand, um, and they don't. It just happened not to make some of the items, um, which I found kind of funny. So so don't expect it for one of the gear um, sets, but uh, for one of the brand sets. Uh, but my impression is that no one really uses it anyway. So it's all good. <clears throat> Speaking of gear sets, accidentally, uh, the gear sets will now only require four pieces to unlock their talents. Uh, this will open up two of the spots uh, all the time for uh, brand sets, um, branded gear, even exotics and things like that. Um, so hopefully that will that will take some of the gear sets that can be useful and kind of boost that even more by giving them uh, some some more uh, some more added value with the brand sets being available. Uh, all of the gear sets will now also have um, chest and backpacks that can roll regular high-end talents. And then this rolls into the raid exclusive gear sets. Um, there's three of them in there, and currently you can only get them through the raid. Well, that will no longer be a thing. Um, you will be able to get um, drops of the raid exclusive gear sets out in the open world, not in the raid, but the chest and backpacks with the talent will still be locked behind the raid. So you can get a whole set of the raid exclusive gear outside of the raid, but if you want the best version of it, you're going to need to go into the raid still. I think that's a very fine balance. And as someone decided to just throw out there, no, the Eagle bearer will not be, attainable outside of the raid and i don't ever expect them to change their <laughs> change their tune about that they seem to be stuck to it uh, they talk about named items so named guns and gear uh, currently we don't have too many of them uh, well soon we will have 35 pieces between the guns and the gear um, and what they will have is they'll have a perfect version of an existing talent that will be guaranteed to roll on them so say there's a talent that gives you uh, 5% extra crit damage for enemies within 10 meters. Well, now it'll be 50% uh, within 10 meters. So it's going to, th these named items are going to have basically um, improved talents and they'll be guaranteed to drop on the specific named items. Whereas the other two roles like on guns will still be random. Uh, named items will drop from specific places or from challenging content, and some of them may just be available through Cassie Mendoza or through just random drops out in the open world. They will uh, talk more about that, I guess, as we get closer. Uh, there's a new targeted loot system, which is probably the biggest update here. So um, basically, all the different zones in the game, um, every mission, every bounty, control points, and so on, will all um, drop specific either loot brands or gear types or gun types and so on. Um, and the map will now show uh, a, basically a UI element that says that, you know, uh, you know the, the area around the White House will drop one type of brand. Um, the DZ East is going, to, is going to specifically drop assault rifles. Uh, the north, you know, the uh, Georgetown area will now drop, you know, holsters. Um, so while those areas can still drop other gear, they will specifically and, and more often drop what it says it's going to drop. And there's even a UI element on the uh, the loot stack 
that will show you like, hey, this this loot stack includes loot that is only dropped that is specifically dropping in this area. Um, you can go back and watch the broadcast. They show an example of it, but it's it's really nice, and I think it's a a, a great great idea. I really really like this. Um, let's see. They said that. Uh, let's see. Crafting uh, is getting a big change. So crafting um, will have a completely new UI. Um, so where you currently, you know, pick a gun and then go down and pick the stat that you want to change. And then you pick another gun and then you pick the stat that you can change on that. Um, now it's going to show, you know, you, you say you'll pick a gun, you'll pick the attribute. Then it'll show a list of all of the attributes that you can switch with that. And then it'll show you which gun it's on. Um, and, and then you can, so it's going to be, you know, a little bit more simplified there. Uh, probably one of the bigger changes is that, um, now you're going to be able to swap talents, uh, or attributes of different types. So if you have, if you have a piece of gear that has a yellow talent that you want to switch to another piece of gear, but that, that other piece of gear doesn't have yellow well, with the new system, that's fine. You can replace a red talent with yellow or a blue with a red. You can do whatever you want. Um, you'll also be able to, to move talents from one brand to another, even if they don't naturally occur. But it will have to be the same um, type of gear. So if there's a Wavern backpack that only um, has certain talents it can pick up, and then you have another backpack that you want to switch that talent to the Wavern, you can. It, Currently, it doesn't work like that, but it will. Uh, another big part is material caps have been raised. Um, materials can be shared between characters. Uh, material drops are increased. Uh, full materials that you already have full um, won't drop, thus leaving the the unpickupable uh, little uh, material towers. Um, and then material containers that um, will now drop both possible materials instead of a chance of one or the other. So currently, like the gray boxes can drop, you know, uh, one, you know, one of two things. You have a chance it drops either one. Well, with the new system, it, it'll just drop both. So um, it'll help uh, getting that that a bit. Um, the cost of crafting is going to be lowered with the common materials and the brand specific materials. Uh, and then the UI um, will now show all of the attachments in the attachment menu, um, including the ones you're missing. And if you're missing them, it will give you at least an idea of how you're supposed to attain them. And then after they wrapped up the show, in a, in a last minute breaking news update, they actually brought it back from the uh, division shots. Um, and they showed that a stash space is going to be raised to 300, which is doubled. So no, they aren't going to charge for it. No, they aren't going to make it a microtransaction. So all the, all you turds can chill out. <laughs> but that was a nice little, uh, a nice little bonus they gave us there at the end. And and that was about it. I don't want to say that was about it to understate it. I think this was a, a this whole stay of the game was worth the wait in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah. So you know. So what are my thoughts about it? Um, I think the targeted loot is awesome. Um, I think that uh, is a way to make the loot grind easier um, without making it too easy. Uh, it, it just never ceases to amaze me that if you look on Reddit right now, there's multiple topics of people already complaining about everything. Uh, 
you know, to be expected, but, um, I don't know, I guess somehow I still managed to be surprised. Um, the thing is, is that they, they run such a, a funny tightrope where, you know, if, if gear is nearly impossible to get, it's a, you know, it's a quote unquote impossible challenge. So it makes people not want to play the game. So it makes people moan and groan and complain and, and so on and so forth. Um, but then, you know, sometimes it almost feels like people want to be like, well, I need Wavern knee pads with this talent. And, and they think that if, if they can't just go out and get it in one run, then the, the loot system and RNG sucks. But if it was like that, then people would get everything they wanted in a week. And then the same people would complain that there's nothing left to do and they're they're bored. So it's, um, I like to think that some of these incremental changes they're making to the loot system and RNG and, and all of that stuff, um, is partially because they're learning and because they're figuring out what works and what doesn't. But I also kind of assume that they are trying to, you know, keep things interesting and, and not give us everything in the first year of this game, you know, um, another podcast I saw ask, um, you know, why can't we also recalibrate two different items? And Rasmus responded like, you know, one thing at a time. And, and I, maybe they're implementing that, but it's going to take time for various reasons, or maybe they just don't want to do that yet. They want people to have to grind a bit. Um, it's interesting. Like, I, I think it's, it's, it's you know, obviously the whole point of these games, especially division is you want to get like this perfect build. You want to get the exact build you've always wanted. Um, but the pursuit of that build is kind of the whole fun of the game. Um, and while it should be attainable, it shouldn't be like easy. And like, even like, for example, being able to roll two talents, uh, you know, from one that we can now, I mean, yeah, we could do it in Division One, but you could only do it on classified gear. Um, and that was at end, end, end game. You know, like we're we're not there. Um, so I suspect that may be a thing that maybe here in a year or two we might see something like that. But right now, I have to imagine they they don't think the game is at that stage quite yet. So why you know why would they do that? But you know, I'm only uh, guessing. I don't know why they would or wouldn't do things. Um, I think the named the named gear and gun thing is cool. Um, I mean, if there's gonna be 35 pieces of it available with these kind of modified talents, that sounds awesome. Uh, the crafting changes sound pretty good. The recalibration obviously seemed to be the bigger part of that, but the crafting too. Uh, it's cheaper. It's easier to get materials. You can hold more materials. You can share materials. Um, I mean, that that seems like a great move. Um, the stash space being raised without charging people or anything is, is just a smart move in general um, to, you know, now you're still going to have people complaining or speculating that, you know, Ubisoft is going to be evil and, and charge for it and stuff. But, you know, those people are just doing their thing. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I, and then the gear set and the brand changes with the gear sets, the rate exclusive ones, I said for a while that I kind of felt like them locking um, those, those gear sets behind the raid that, you know, 95% of people aren't going to complete, um, was kind of a waste of that gear. If you want, maybe personally, you know, personally, I think, um, that was the case. So this is cool. You'll be able to get kind of like the starter version of those raid sets. Um, and if you want to get the, the better ones, if you want to get the chest and the backpack that also has the high end talent, um, you'll need to go do the raid, which, uh, you know, cool. 
Um, the PTS coming up for title update six, uh, even though one of my listener questions, there's some kind of pessimistic, uh, thoughts about how long it was going to be until we had the PTS, my guess, the way that they were talking and the way it's happened before, I, I suspect the, the PTS is going to be this weekend, if not next week. Um, so, you know, any concerns that it's like a month away, um, I don't think is the case. In fact, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if episode two releases, um, the second week of October and we actually get it the first week. If you have a season pass, um, just to guess, just speculating, but I've got a hunch. Uh, the fact that in the PTS, they're going to withhold, um, uh, narrative content and not spoil everything. Um, if you don't know, there's been a lot of controversy. Um, people basically saying that the season pass, which a lot of people already felt was kind of pointless, um, was made even more pointless by the PTS because people were able to stream and play um, and, and complete uh, the the early access content, even if they didn't have early access from the season pass because they could just play the PTS. Um, I'm, I'm on this boat. Um, I don't, you know, the, the new missions and new narrative content. I'm hoping that even this new, um, whatever this Pentagon thing is going to be called, I don't know if it's going to be called an expedition or if it's going to be called something else. I, I'm kind of cool if they don't show it to anyone. If, if this title update six PTS is just going to be all of these loot and balance and PVP changes. I kind of hope that's the way it's going to be because I, I genuinely don't, you know, un unless there's something that really needs to be tested in the Pentagon, I would really like if that, whatever it's going to be, isn't spoiled before it needs to be. Um, yeah, no, I, I think this is great. Um, obviously, you know, I was kind of frustrated by already seeing people moan and groan about some of this stuff. I think most of it was kind of silly. The one thing I will agree with people though, is that there wasn't any um, addressing like the range of the stats on gear and how you can get a piece of like 495 gear that's technically like technically better than like level 500 um, because of the way that they have it set where um, gear with fewer talents has higher roles. Therefore, if you have a level 500 piece of gear that has like six different roles on it, they're all going to be lower than a level of 495 gear that has like three roles. Um, they didn't address that. I don't, I don't know if they intend to, I don't know if it just wasn't the time or place. I have a really hard time believing they haven't heard people out on that um, because people uh, have been very vocal about their issues with that. Um, and, and justifiably, I'm not, I'm not mocking that. Um, I just, um, it's just interesting. I, I, I knew I told myself and I, I was aware that when I went on to Reddit, after what I thought was a really great stay of the game, there would already be Debbie Downers in there, which is fine. It's just the way it is. Um, but I thought it was a really great stay of the game. Um, I, I think that the, co the combination of all of those things together, um, I really believe makes, um, I, I really believe makes the, you know, the loot game more interesting, more fun. Um, I, I mean, it, it seems like it's, it's going to be finally possible to make like, like that streamer that shows everyone that build on their YouTube, you know, like you can actually probably almost make that now because you can change the things you need to change. It's going to open up so many ideas about like, you know, gear building and, and set building and, um, loadouts and stuff like that. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to see how it plays out. What I'm also excited for 
is about 30 seconds of ads uh, from Anchor because unfortunately I lost my sponsors, but then I got one back and uh, we'll get there. Well, hopefully we'll get that Spotify one back, but we'll have to wait and see. So 30 seconds, quick ad, and then we'll be right back. Okay, so let's talk about um, some community topics and some other discussion. I'm going to talk about what I think the PvP stay of the game might address next week. Um, and I'm going to talk about my experience with the Ghost Recon Breakpoint beta and kind of give it a bit of a review. Um, I do have a stream on my Twitch. Um, it's twitch.tv slash bondiesel. If you look at my last stream from Sunday of this week, um, I did kind of like a, a review while playing Um you know, got some pushback and that's fine, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Okay. So, uh, next week, stay of the game, uh, PVP based. So I'm assuming what next week is going to bring is they're going to have the red storm guys on, I would guess probably Terry. And if I had to pull a name out of the, the magic red storm hat, which is the, um, the studio that they'll be talking to, um, I'm guessing it's going to be probably Keith. Uh, Keith is like the super smart numbers guy at Red Storm. Uh, and Terry's the the gorgeous, muscly face of Red Storm. Um, and uh, I suspect that they'll be on talking uh, and maybe even demonstrating some stuff that um, my guess is that Red Storm has been real quiet. Um, I don't think we've really heard much from them since the first couple of weeks of the game, um, So, which, which makes me assume um, that they've basically been nonstop working on significant DZ changes, additions to conflict. Uh, but let's talk about it. So um, I think they're going to talk about time to kill. Um, the thing is, is that once I finally made like a real PVP build in the last couple of weeks, like the, the time to kill really isn't that bad. And, and that may be blasphemy for some people, but um, I don't think the time to kill is the problem, but I do think they're going to talk about it. I think it's time to death, time to kill. You know, there's going to be multiple things that they'll talk about. Um, I think they're going to obviously go into the DZ and, and, and some mechanic changes in the DZ more than likely um, and just some changes to the DZ entirely. Um, obviously, people are, you know, iffy on this. I I think people need to be realistic about what they think that they're really going to change with the DZ. They aren't going to combine all three DZs. They aren't going to delete the current ones and make a, a new single one again. Like that stuff isn't going to happen. Um, I have seen ideas where people have said, you know, on a rotation, make one DZ occupied, another DZ open, and then actually close the third DZ um, to kind of force people together a bit more. I actually don't hate that idea. I think if, you know, if player pop in there is, is, a, is an issue, then um, then that's not the worst way to try to, to fix that up. So I'm curious to see how they're, they're going to impact that. Same with, you know, wanting more people in each DZ. I while that may be possible, I highly suspect it's not, um, or it's at least not likely that they'll change it, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I'm really curious if they talk about normalization and changes to how normalization works. Like obviously a few patches ago, they, they made normalization normalize people up to 500 and not down to, I think like 450 or whatever it was. Um, maybe discussion of getting rid of normalization or maybe in certain modes or certain situations. Um, I don't really want to speculate on that because I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but I do think that the link between normalization um, and uh, the the ODZ and stuff like that um, is at least going to bring up some discussion. And I'm kind of curious to, to how it goes. 
Um, I think that there's, there's going to be some armor and health changes, whether it's like the pools or how much, uh, is on gear or, or how all that works. Um, maybe damage modifiers, armor modifiers, stuff like that. Um, headshot damage, uh, modifiers and so on and so forth. Um, an idea I thought was interesting. I've seen people talk about the idea of bringing back instant heals. Um, and I'm going to be straight up. I freaking despise that idea. I really hate it. Um, but then someone in my chat during a stream, I believe it was DJ Cosby, uh, mentioned the idea of on the heal button, um, right now you hold it down to replace an armor kit to fully replenish your armor. Well, his thought was that you could have the armor kits that you already have, and then your agent could have like a few small med kits. So if you hold down the, the repair button, it repairs your armor to full. If you tap that button, it would heal your health to full, but you can only do it like every five or 10 seconds. And it would maybe not even fully heal your health, depending on how much health you have. Um, and that's an interesting idea because it gives you an instant ability to get your health back. Um, which, so maybe if you're respecting the health, that's a good thing for you. Um, but it's still not going to be as good as changing your armor. I don't, of all of the ideas I've heard um, kind of along that line, that's definitely the one that I've heard that um, I thought was the, the most attractive. I thought that it seemed the most reasonable or maybe even the most realistic. So um, I'm really curious about the PVP state of the game. Um, I think that there's a kind of a minority of people who just happen to have a loud voice um, who really think that the state of the game next week is what makes or break uh, or breaks this game. I, I just don't really think it is whether or not people um, make it seem like it or not. I really think that the stay of the game today and then the one that comes on the 25th about the future of content and stuff like that. Um, I think those are way more important. Um, I, I'll say it now and I'll, I'll say it a hundred times more probably that there's not a single one of these games that depends on PVP for their player base. Um, Destiny Warframe, you know, Anthem's not a great example, but, uh, you know, e even uh, Borderlands and stuff, um, they depend on a good loot game, you know, good RNG, something to continuously do, adding lots and lots of content, making that content good. Um, it's, you know, none of those games. I know Destiny has a relatively popular PvP population, but let's not pretend like it's why people play the game. It's not. Um, if anything, the more hardcore Destiny, Destiny people I know only complain about the PvP, um, but the PvP is good enough that they don't mind doing it. And I think that's kind of where the division should shoot. Um, this isn't going to be the next Call of Duty. It's not going to be the next PUBG. It's not, you know, the, the the streamers who want it to be, you know, the the god PvP game that they can dookie on everybody and become partners and have a thousand viewers. I, I really think those people need to maybe bark up a different tree. I, I don't think that's where we're going with this game. Um, I'm personally fine with that. I don't think this game needs to be that. Um, if I see another person screenshot the division two Twitch numbers and try to act like that's a measure of how good the game is. I just don't, you know, the, those people don't get what this game is going for. Um, th this game wasn't designed for Twitch. It wasn't designed to make people partners. It wasn't designed to make people be able to quit their job and become full-time content creators. This game was designed for people who like Division One or who like games or who like light RPGs or MMOs or whatever to enjoy their game. And when the way that they're fixing this game is going to be to make those people happy um, and not to just try to make everyone a partnered streamer and 
and beat out League of Legends and, and all that. That's that's it's never been the goal as far as I can tell, and I don't expect to see that change anytime soon. Okay, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, last weekend there was a beta. Um, I played it. Uh, I think Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday on stream. I played it um, a bit more on my own time as well. Um, okay, so my my first assessment, and I'm just going to throw right on out there, is that Ghost Recon Breakpoint is Wildlands 1.1. 1. 1. Uh, not 2.0, not 1.5, you know. Um, it's it's It, to me, feels like a giant Wildlands expansion with a few improvements, a few regressions, and mostly the same. Um, I broke it down in some categories, and then I'll just kind of rant. Um, the controls somehow are worse than Wildlands, in my opinion. I, a few people have said that they think that the controls are amazing and that the division could learn from it and stuff. I just don't. I I I honestly think that they're trolling. I I genuinely find it hard to believe that someone really feels that way um, and isn't just messing with me and trying to get me fired up, even though. It definitely worked. Um, the controls, it feels like you're playing a video game version of Weekend at Bernie's and you have a dead lifeless body in front of you and you push forward and then invisible people wait and listen for the message and then start moving the legs and then you stop pushing forward and then a few seconds later they get the message and they stop. Like your character feels heavy and weighted, which is fine, but also feels like they're not even connected to the ground and just like trying to maneuver your character to pick up some of the Intel in a few spots is genuinely hilarious. If not frustrating because you can't like, there's just no, it's just bad. The controls are awful. Um, the, the same with the cover system. I, you know, future like a, a previous version of this game of Ghost Recon had a cover system similar to the Division, um, and it just it, it's bad that they they went from a purposeful cover system where you you had to to hit a button to go in the cover and and then you know you were stuck to cover until you decided to leave. Well, it, just like Wildlands, it has this kind of passive cover system where you kind of, you know, if your character gets near something, it, it, they'll just kind of stick to it. Um, but they aren't ever really connected, which makes it really wonky when you're in cover, trying to get your guy at the right angle to shoot around the cover. It's just, it's a hot mess. It's not good. Um, that plays into the gunplay. Um, to me, again, you know, I saw some people disagree with me, which is fine. Um saying the gunplay felt great. I will say that smack in the headshot has a nice satisfying feel to it. Um, but beyond that, it just feels like a mess to me. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. It just feels like you're shooting paintballs. It just feels disconnected. Um, it just doesn't, there's just no feedback. It just doesn't feel good to shoot. Um, the environment is amazing. It looks incredible. Um, all the different biomes and stuff like that. Uh, the game looks amazing. Um, I, looks aesthetically it's fantastic um when you talk about things like animations and stuff that's rough but your player character the same as the way the controls feel clunky and and numb and just not good uh, not very responsive the animations are just hilarious they're just so they're so goofy um you know obviously trying to make animations for a game like this is 
nearly impossible. It's so, it's gotta be so hard, but what it looks like is it, it looks like none of the animations were motion captured. It looks like they were all hand done. So while like on paper, they seem correct to the naked eye, you just see the way that they move and your eyes are just like, like it's like that uncanny Valley thing where like it should look realistic, but your brain just identifies that there's like something wrong. I don't know. It's just me. Uh, the AI is garbage. It's so bad. They just stand around and wait to die. I don't, uh, and, and people told me, well, turn up the difficulty. And that it doesn't, it's not what's wrong. That turning up the difficulty in Ghost Recon just means that they can see you from further away, that they're more sensitive to sound, things like that. Um, even on stream, I showed an example of how there was this giant base where there were like 50 enemies, probably more. Um, and there were even like four or five standing near each other. And I sniped one from really far away. And I sniped him. Another one saw him fall and was alerted. And he alerted everyone else. And for like 20 seconds, they kind of looked around. And then they just stopped. <laughs> like, it's just this goofy situation where then they just go back to their normal hanging out mode. Despite the fact that Bill is laying on the ground with a hole in his head. Um, and, and, that, and that's fine. But then it, even when you're like actually in combat and you're fighting, they, they, they just they just stay in one space and they just peek out from a corner and you just wait until they peek out and then you kill them. Like it just doesn't, it, it seems like there are a bunch of individual AI who aren't doing anything together. Um, and then especially the wolves, um, the wolves are supposed to be like, if you're a division fan, they're supposed to be like the hunters of ghost recon. Uh, these wolves are led by John Bernthal, uh, you know, Sean from the walking dead. They're supposed to be these like badass enemies. Um, but they, they aren't, they just run at you and shoot. They don't like, they don't do anything smart. They're almost easier to kill than the regular enemies. It's just bizarre that they're just not intimidating at all. There's, um, there are multiple times where I was fighting them and didn't even realize it. Um, I thought I was just fighting the regular soldiers because it didn't make sense. Um, the missions were fine. Uh, you know, there's only two main missions. They're, they're kind of shallow. I don't, you know, I, I was really hoping that the story in this game would kind of make up for a lot of the issues I, I obviously have from it, from talking about it. Um, but now I'm realizing that and I, from some of the, some things I've read um, uh, from people who I believe have seen more of the actual story is that it may in fact be the worst part of the game, the way it was in wildlands. Um, and so that's disappointing because I kind of realized, I mean, John Bernthal isn't, let's be honest. He's, he's not Tom Cruise. He's not, He's not exactly what we call an A-list actor. He's uh, in the stuff that he's in. I, I get everyone likes him in The Punisher, um, but it's it's cheesy. I mean, come on, it's cheesy. And he was literally known for being a bad actor in The Walking Dead. Like, so it's not like we got our Keanu, you know. But you know that's fine. But the missions, I I'm sure they'll be okay. I just didn't really feel like they were all that interesting but we only saw very little um and then the gear system is the is the last thing i'll talk about i mean there's a lot of cool guns um the the customization of your character is incredible again your character looks good when they're not moving um all that is great but for whatever reason um the same way that they added a gear leveling system into a game like far cry which was an abomination and new dawn um, the, the, the Ubisoft, um, prerogative to add gear levels into every game that they have 
um, has snuck its way into Ghost Recon, and um, and now you have leveled gear in Ghost Recon for some reason. Um, yeah, I don't I don't get it, but it just it's useless. Uh, an example I have to why it's so pointless is that when you start the game, you have a level one pistol. And so at one point at the beginning of the game, you fight some wolves. Now they're level 150. By the time you reach them, you might be like level like four or five. Um, and so if they hit you with like one or two shots, you die because they're very high level and you're not. Um, but what they did is they made it so no matter what the level of your gear is, headshots are one shot kills. Um, the wolves are two shot headshots because they have helmets on. So you break their helmet with one shot, you kill them with another. So in this situation, you have a situation where you can shoot at the wolves with a level one pistol twice in the head and kill them or like 15 times to the body or more. I, I never killed one with body shots because I didn't do enough damage. My issue with this is that it literally makes the whole system pointless. Um, it, it, it just it, it's it's something I said multiple times during streaming this game was it seemed like there are three teams who made this game. One team who wanted to make a realistic mill sim another team who wanted an arcadey fun goofy game and then a third team who wanted to make an rpg mmo type of game and they all worked on a bunch of stuff completely separately and then at the last minute they jammed it all together because there's elements to this game like this health system where you have to like heal yourself in in combat like you can get to, you can get hurt to the point where you can only use your pistol and you move really slowly which means you die but it doesn't matter that you die because you just come back. You just use respawn. So they have this really in-depth health system, but there's no like punishment if you end up dying. It's just a weird game. It's a game I feel like doesn't have any identity. I think a lot of people are going to like the game. Um, I'm sure uh, if you're a fan of Wildlands, I'm sure you'll love it. Um, I, I don't think that game was quite as successful as some people thought it was. And so I, I was kind of hoping that they were shooting for more than what Wildlands was, but it definitely doesn't seem to be the case. It seems like it was just meant to be a sequel to Wildlands, um, which is fine. Um, I don't know. I, I think if if it's if you liked Wildlands or if you played the beta and you really liked it and you think that I'm an idiot, um, go nuts. You know, buy that game, enjoy it, love it. They're gonna release a ton of content for it. Um, Wildlands got just tons of content. I don't think much of it was very good. Um, I played through some of those, you know, the, the rainbow six and the splinter cell. And, um, you know, I, they, those missions were bad, but they were there. They made them. That's fine. The predator one was kind of cool. Uh, and don't worry. And Breakpoint, you get to fight the terminator because reasons, because why not? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But I think if, if you were like a, a like an old school fan of ghost recon, um, I, I don't know. I, 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 I really hope people tried out the beta or I hope that they do an open beta so people can play before they buy it. Um, a big thing I'll say is that if you're a division fan, which I assume you are, if you're listening to this, um, this is not the division I, I've seen people comparing it because of the gear levels. Um, and that's, that, that's where the comparisons end in my opinion. Um, what if you, the way I really would describe this to someone who maybe didn't play wildlands is if you played Assassin's Creed Odyssey it's Odyssey with guns, even the way that the gear works and stuff. Like, it's just the gear system was just so pointless. I don't know why, <sighs> but that's fine. And I'm gonna be straight up. You're gonna find people who are gonna defend this game to the death. Um, I get it. I'm a fanboy too. I 
I am a fanboy of Ghost Recon, whether you believe me or not, but not this game. Um, but I, I get it. Um, but to the point where there are people who are calling me out for, you know, saying things about Breakpoint that they believe, you know, the division is just as broken, if not more. Um, well, th- so there's two problems with that. That's just a straight lie. That's just not true. <laughs> That's just my opinion, of course. But the division is light years ahead of where this game is, just in all the basic ways. Um, but the, but the problem is that this this critique comes from people who who think that I've never critiqued division in any way, shape, or form, which is not correct. Um, but those people don't consume my content. They don't listen to this podcast. They they don't watch my videos. They don't watch my stream. They don't interact with me on twi- Twitter. They just they just take one thing I've said and and assume that that's the only thing I've ever believed. Um, and and that's fine. You know, it, it obviously bothers me a little bit, but it kind of is what it is at, at the end of the day. So. Um, I don't know. It, it's a rough game. Um, I'm, I, I, I am part of their like streaming crew. Um, so I do plan on playing it and, and keeping up with it and seeing how it goes, but I don't see this game taking over a significant amount of my gaming time. If I have to be honest. So, uh, make of that what you will. Okay. So listener questions, uh, short site says, Hey, Von Diesel, I wanted to ask your opinion on, um, what we get extended. Uh, I do uh, extended story between Manny and Kelso, perhaps Manny coming out of the office to kick some ass. I won't expect that. I think he seems like our new Fei Lao, but uh, you know, we saw a video of Fei Lao kicking ass, so maybe that changes. Um, I do also draw back to my last question in regards to Ghost Recon, whereas I understand you would disagree with the crossover idea. Yep, I don't want it. Um, but if there were clips of Ghost in touch with Manny or someone um, that was known to the senior division agents, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just think they need to stay away from the crossovers. It's cheesy and lame, in my opinion. I think Wildlands pulled it off because that game was such a mess. And I think Breakpoint's going to be the same way, that they can just kind of do whatever they want. And it seems like the fans are going to like it no matter what they do. I still don't want it in the Division. Um, uh, would you be sold if Division 3, um, if or when it's made? I mean, there's going to be a Division 3 one day. I, I have no doubt. Um if division three uh, that we get story about other agencies helping or a new director of division JTF. I mean, I had theories for a long time that the hunters were part of another um, agency or another division. Um, I, I don't, I think that they're just going to be Russians, which is lame, uh, but that's fine. Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll get some info eventually. Um, but I mean, that'd be cool if they expanded, if you get the lore book about division two, you find out that the field operations of division is only a small part of that entire company. There's research and logistics and, and management and all that. It'd be interesting to kind of see deeper into the organization that is the division. So yeah, I think that'd be great. Uh, Morgan Amps uh, says, what is everyone playing until title update six? Morgan Amps is also one who made, who said that we weren't going to get PTS for like a month. I think you're wrong, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, I've been playing actually a lot of FIFA, <laughs> oddly enough, um, getting back to my sports games roots, um, as well as some Vigor, which is kind of like um, Escape from Tarkov on Xbox. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Apex. I've been playing some Wildlands, obviously, some Breakpoint, obviously. Um, and I'm, I'm actually about to get back in some Division 2. There's, um, there's some commendations and stuff I've been meaning to jump back in and play. 
Uh, and then uh, over on the uh, Bulletin Beer uh, Discord, I got a question from Dr. Kirschla, who says, Hey, Bond, back in the day, there was a short period somewhere around Division 1.2 and 1.3 where smart cover was actually a thing in DZ PvP. It didn't last long, but I found it quite interesting. Being a cover-based shooter game, this also kind of made sense to me to benefit from being uncovered. Do you think this would, could become a thing again? Maybe not with the partially cheesy smart cover mechanics, but with a certain kind of uh, protection bonus from being uncovered. Um, so if I remember correctly, that uh, 1.2, 1.3 time was where people, um, there was a talent that you would get from coming in and out of cover on the smart on, on the shields, um, which gave you like a hilarious amount of damage. Um, and, and that's why people are using it. So what I will say, the time I will actually throw out there that people were actually using cover was when the SVD and Deadeye were crazy OP. Um, so people may not have been using cover as much in the sense of like like being attached to cover. But if there was someone with an SVD and Deadeye in the distance, you got behind cover. You did not try to kill them from far away because you were going to die. Even if they saw your pinky toe, they were going to kill you. Um, so... I think they would have to they would have to be careful to make being in cover give you too much protection. But what I think they need to do is being out of cover to be a death sentence. I think that's the only way they're ever going to really push people towards using um, cover and making this a truly cover-based shooter. Um, it's kind of what I've seen from what, when I've watched people play like um, Gears of War PvP. Um, that you know that that. The cover and 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 move it, like movement from one cover to another is really common in that game because it's so damn dangerous to not be in cover. So um, I hope so. I think that'd be great. I think there's definitely a, a place for that, um, but we'll have to uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, all three of you, thank you very much for the questions. If you have questions, ask them on the Discord, on YouTube, on Twitter, um, basically anywhere you find me, you should be able to find a way to ask me questions and i promise i reach out um i i actually ask on the patreon as well okay so some personal content updates before we head out uh baby diesel and bay diesel are doing awesome still you know, we're having some some struggling with sleeping but we know that that's pretty normal um and it's just kind of a nightmare that we're just living and getting through every day <laughs> um i am getting back to doing some streams i'm shooting for two or three streams a week um, and I really do appreciate the support coming back, um, even though I haven't been playing Division 2. Um, I do want to do some PTS streams once they open that up. Um, and some live uh, Division 2, like I said, I want to do some commendation hunting. Um, there is a new Bond Points system on Twitch, uh, if you've been on there when I've been streaming. Um, the, the three things I have that you can use as points on right now are kind of lame. So if you have ideas uh, for other things I can do with those points, uh, let me know. I'm happy to... to reward people for watching me. Uh, and then finally here, I am only one patron away uh, from my uh, 10 patron goal. Uh, and if we do that, I'll have some weekly videos that are, are exclusive on there uh, that I'll just be kind of taking with my phone and, and kind of giving a, a little peek behind the, a peek behind the curtain, as they say, uh, I'm just going to be straight up. There's not much going on behind the curtain, uh, but it would be kind of cool to have kind of that personal connection there. So if you want to jump on and do it, go nuts. Um, Patreon's another place where I'm happy to think up more bonuses for my Patreons or for my patrons. So if you're on there or you are potentially wanting to be on it, um, but there's a feature you want or there's something you want me to do for it, let me know. I am open ears. 
Okay, so to wrap things up, if you want to support the podcast or my other content, please check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash theechocast. If you're uh, listening to this on iTunes, please rate the podcast and leave a review. If you're listening in another way where you can rate and review, please, please do it. It helps me get noticed. Uh, I am Bon Diesel on Twitter, where you can see my rantings and musings, including my uh, live uh, tweet storms of the state of the games. If you can't watch them live, I'm also on Twitch as Bon Diesel, where I try to stream two or three times a week. And uh, yeah, we do stuff on there. And uh, that is all I have. So until next time. I'm <laughs> gonna